Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Her telephone rang about a quarter till nine She heard his voice on the other end of the line She wondered what was wrong this time She never knew what his calls might bring With a cowboy like him it could be anything she always expected the worst in the back of her mind He said it's cold out here and I'm all alone Didn't make the short go again and I'm coming home I know I've been away too long I never got a chance to ride a car and I know this rodeo's been hard on us all But I'll be home soon And honey, is there something wrong? She said, don't bother coming home By the time you get here, I'll be long gone There's somebody new and he sure ain't no rodeo man He said, I'm sorry it's come down to this There's so much about you that I'm gonna miss But it's alright, baby, if I hurry I can still make Cheyenne Gotta go now, baby, if I hurry I can still make Cheyenne Left that phone dangling off the hook Then slowly turned around and gave it one last look Then he just walked away He aimed his truck toward that Wyoming line With a little luck he could still get there in time And in that Cheyenne wind still hear her say She said don't bother coming home By the time you get here I'll be long gone There's somebody new and he sure ain't no rodeo man He said I'm sorry it's come down to this there's so much about you that I'm gonna miss But it's alright baby, if I hurry I can still make Cheyenne Gotta go now baby, if I hurry I can still make Cheyenne
You never knew what his cause might bring With a cowboy like him, it could be anything And she always expected the worst in the back of her mind During that time of the 90s, early 80s, that was uh, kind of a prevalent aspect of country music. It wasn't so dance-driven and party-driven like it is now. It's kind of like a big frat party out there now. Everybody's having fun. But we were we were covering, we, uh, the writers and artists, a lot of the artists of that time were covering uh, life experiences that were maybe a little more serious than a frat party. Uh, if you look at Garth's uh, If Tomorrow Never Comes, if you look at the dance, these were... Uh, were pretty serious topics that, that my experience with country music, the market overall was that when I had a bad time in my life, I could turn on the radio and know that I wasn't the first one to ever have that situation. So as a writer, I feel there's some responsibility to send something out there that might sound really negative, like a breakup, but it can have a very positive effect on people. And, uh, because I experienced that. I mean, I, I'd hear uh, the dance, uh, even though I was really sad and maybe having trouble at home in my marriage, and I'd hear the dance and go, as, as sorrowful as that song can be, it's really a positive thing because I realized I'm in the dance. I'm part of the dance right now. This is how the dance goes. So I feel a responsibility as a writer. Uh, it's, it's subconscious, but to try to not put anything out there that would damage or offend people and uh, I wish more people thought that way, but I think there is some cultural responsibility, uh, at least if you're going to be in country music. It's an American art form. It's a folk type of, and I think it should focus on the values that that Americans have. You know, we have certain mor moral directions and yeses and nos. I mean, they're changing all the time, but sort of formulate that into something musical and into a story is where I started relating it more to my years in the band. Instead of trying to think like a rodeo guy that called home, I thought, you know what, I've lived that myself. So yeah, I had a, a good co-writer. And I guess people look at that and go, oh, Irv Woolsey, that's why George cut it. That is not correct at all. Uh, being part of George Strait's organization was sometimes a uh, a deficit, you know, because they were very, very critical. And they, one thing, George always took the best song. He didn't care who wrote it. He didn't even know who wrote them. Uh, he, he, I heard, and I can't validate this or verify it, but that he was listening when he was traveling by bus. He was listening to like 4,000 songs a year and recording 10. And he never overcut. He cut 10 songs. If, if you got a call on Monday or Tuesday and they said, George Strait just cut your song, you knew you were on that record because he didn't cut 11 and then drop one off. A lot of artists will overcut, and labels do that because then they have an extra album later. You know, George never did that. He, he kept it 10 at a time for a long, long time. He may still do that. I don't know, but uh, it just, uh, that's a lot of songs to listen to, you know, 4,000 songs to get one. So 
that song was just in the pile, I guess, like everybody else's. Yes, it's got his manager's name on it, but he was a, a legitimate contributor to the song. It wasn't just put on there to, to make points. Uh, Irv and I were very good friends, spent a lot of time together visiting and talking and hanging out. And, uh, you know, just because he doesn't sit down and craft out a song doesn't mean he doesn't have a good idea. Once and any writer will tell you that. Some of the best ideas come from just in a restaurant. Somebody will say something and you go, oh, my God, you know. So that's kind of how that happened. I like this song because it reminds me of payphones. Um, yeah. Which, you know, there's a generation that doesn't even know what you're no, talking that, about no. when you mention a payphone. But there's a, a payphone in the story. That's funny you would bring that up because I, I learned, I was told earlier, be careful what technology you use in a song. A guy had that told me this. He said, I wrote a song that had a codophone in it. And I'm going, what in the world is a codophone? Well, it's an answering machine. But he said, by the time I demoed the song, they were out of style completely. And uh, What in the world's an answering machine? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> so now we have message, you know, you get your voicemail. That never crossed my mind with Cheyenne when I wrote I Can Still Make Cheyenne. It was just so natural to go, I left that phone dangling off the hook on a payphone. But now, you know what? 15 years later, it didn't even take that long for payphones to become sketchy. You know, or I take pictures of them when I see them so I, I can show young people, this is what I'm talking about. I'll take the receiver off the hook and say, this is a phone dangling off the hook. They're hard to find. That's why America's in so much trouble. We don't have Superman. He has no place to change anymore. All the phone booths are gone. But, I, I think uh, if someone wrote this song today that the wife would be texting yeah, the, the rodeo yeah. cowboy that there there was someone new. Yeah. Well, again, I was writing off of inspiration. It's not a big leap to go from a rock and roll guy on the road all the time. That life and the rodeo life are very, very parallel. Uh, although rock and rollers aren't near physically as fit <laughs> as the rodeo guys. But our lifestyle and that we're gone a lot, that we are passionate about it, that we will forsake a homestead, you know, that being home. We'll forsake that comfortable lifestyle. It's really not a choice. We don't forsake it. We just have to do this. And I, I know that rodeo guys are the same way. It's not a choice. And the woman that says you need to choose doesn't understand that guy or that person. It's not just guys. I keep using guys, you know, a lot of great women rodeo people. But it wasn't a hard leap for me to take my experience on the road as a, as a rock and roll player and kind of insert it, insert cowboy here because it's the same kind of life. So I just, the story is accurate, except that mine was more of a music experience than a rodeo experience, but the same thing. And in my days on the road, when I wanted to call home, I had to stop the van or the bus or the car whatever we were in, and find a payphone at a gas station. And I would put in my quarters and call home, and it would ring, and I'd add more, you know, ding, and I'd put in more quarters. That's all a thing of the past now. You know, I think it's, it goes fast. But I never dreamed when I wrote Cheyenne that, that payphones would be out, out of the conversation at any time in the foreseeable future, you know. But it kind of dated the song now. So that went to number four on the country charts. Yeah, but it's still one. You know, that's an odd thing, too. I had a lot of number ones, but I think the term hit uh, is actually formulated from the word impact, that when a song had an impact on people and then they got this number system, 
But if you look historically, a lot of the biggest, most impactful songs weren't ever number one. They're like number 15 and stuff. And this one's kind of proving that out to me, The Cheyenne. It was not a number one song, but historically, it's still one of the most popular songs. I'm trying to think, uh, it's big artists, and you, and you hear later on, they never had a number one song. And you know every word of every song they ever did. And you go, are you kidding me? But uh, yeah, I don't go much by numbers. Right, right. No, I, I think this song has aged well in the sense that there's a story arc to it. The rodeo cowboy gets the bad news, yeah. and it's not unexpected. No, it's, it's pretty natural, kind of like it happened before maybe. But what I love about it is he goes, well, that's all right. I can make shine. He goes right back to his rodeo blood. You know, I mean, that's what his life is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.